Gonzaga Nation SI and our first look at the bracketology comparisons. Um, we're now into the first week of February, the selection Sunday show, and the reveal of the bracket is about five and a half weeks away, uh, meaning there's lots of excitement that is just on the horizon as far as where exactly Gonzaga and some of these WCC um, partners will be playing. And I say WCC partners because I still feel at this moment in time that there will be four teams from the WCC in the NCAA tournament. That's never happened before. Uh, at the very least, there will be three. I can guarantee you three will be in there. I will go out on a limb. Uh, Greg Heister and myself uh, have a, a running argument in regards to how many teams are going to make the WCC. From the WCC, will make the tournament. He feels as if only two will make it this year. Uh, I feel the league is as good as it's ever been, especially at the top. Um, and so I'm on record saying that I believe it's four as of now, but I will guarantee three. Today... Uh, or this week, Thursday, it's an enormous showdown, USF and BYU, and then BYU uh, will host Gonzaga later uh, this week on Saturday. But if if USF is to go in and beat BYU, that's kind of the first step that has to happen for USF to make it. If BYU loses that game, they are now uh, really on the outs, and maybe that goes to where I'm talking about three teams making it. Uh, and then that would set up the showdown with Gonzaga as being an absolute must win for BYU. But as a as it is right now, you know, you, you got to look at what the NCAA Tournament Selection Committee looks at. And next week in our bracketology comparison, uh, we'll really break down what some of these um, analytics are that they look at and how they look at and view these um, uh tools to help them make the selections of the teams that we're going to be in it. So uh, they look at the net rankings. They look at Ken Palm. They look at the Sagarin rankings. Uh, they look at BPI. They look at the AP and the coaches poll. And then they watch a ton of games, uh, especially the last two weeks or so. They watch a ton of games because they want the best teams in the NCAA tournament. But one of the tools that has been talked about uh, as becoming more important over the last few years is the net rankings. And so the net rankings uh, breaks it down into quad one, two, three, and four wins, quad one being the best wins. Um, and so uh, that's where it's really important for USF and BYU in particular over these last couple of weeks uh, to, to try to figure out ways to um, take advantage of the quad one wins and quad one wins right now or anything against Gonzaga, anything against BYU, home or away because of where GU and St. Mary's lies. Um, but then it's road wins um, against the good team. So a road win at BYU would be good. A road win at USF would be good. Um, and then quad two uh, is definitely, you know, the next step up. You know, you start saying, hey, we were undefeated in quad four. Uh, that really doesn't mean a whole lot to the NCAA Tournament Selection Committee because uh, those quad four wins are not looked at as challenging uh, opportunities. So we'll break that down a little bit more in next week's bracketology comparison. But uh, really just wanted to start off about five and a half, six weeks out from Selection Sunday and just start laying the groundwork uh, for Zag fans and WCC basketball fans about where uh, the different teams may lie. And I've found there's lots of good 
bracketologists out there. It's really hard to follow them all and track them all. So really, the two that I've kind of found to, to follow the most closely would be Jerry Palm at CBS and Joe Lenardi at ESPN. Those are the two that, that I follow the most closely. Um, they're pretty darn accurate when it comes to um, picking their selection or selections for the NCAA tournament. Um, and when you look at both of them, so Jerry Palm has three WCC teams in. The WCC team that is not in and is actually one of the first four out is BYU, while Joe Lenardi has four WCC teams in. All four of them, as I mentioned, Gonzaga, St. Mary's, USF, and BYU, and Joe Lenardi's. And this is also interesting that we need to talk about uh, why four teams are, are in from the league. Um, because really it's because the Pac-12 is down this year. As of now, Le Joe Lenardi has three Pac-12 teams in, being Arizona, UCLA, and UC USC. Jerry Palm actually has four Pac-12 teams in, being Arizona, UCLA, USC, and the surprise to me, Stanford as a 12 seed. Um, you know, one one other uh, Pac-12 team that is kind of sitting on that cusp, sitting on that uh, opportunistic bubble, so to speak. They're they're not in anybody's first four out. They're not even in the anybody's next four out. But when you look at their net and the opportunities that they have coming their way, uh, this could change. And that's the Washington State Cougars. They're I believe at 36 or 37 in the net as of beginning of this recording. So uh, if that net were to hold true, uh, that would be a big opportunity. And, and there is that opportunity because they still play the Arizona schools. They still play UCLA at home. Um, and so they, and they play Oregon. Um, so they, they've got a chance to get um, some quad one and quad two wins. Now you look at Washington state, they let one slip by earlier this year when they lost to USC by two at home. Uh, they were in that game the whole time. They also had a couple disappointing losses, Eastern Washington, South Dakota State, and Weber State um, were a couple that, or excuse me, New Mexico State that they'd like to have back um, to, to would that really would have bolstered uh, their at-large chances. But as it stands, um, you know, the Pac-12 has three in Lenardi's. The Pac-12 has four in Jerry Palms. And the other league to look out for uh, on the West Coast that will be a multiple bid league is the Mountain West this year. Boise State, former uh, Gonzaga assistant coach, uh, is led by Leon Rice, a former GU assistant. They're on a 14-game win streak as of this recording. They've got an enormous game today. It's tonight, Thursday, February 3rd at Wyoming. Yes, I'm saying that right. Wyoming is is having an incredible year. And, and Wyoming is in the NCAA tournament projections as of now from both Lenardi and Jerry Palm. But the Mountain West has four teams in um, from both Lenardi and Jerry Palm. And that would be Wyoming. That would be Boise State, as mentioned. That would be Colorado State and San Diego State, who's kind of been uh, the standard bearer for that league for, for quite some time. But um, jumping back into uh, the predictions for the bracket for the WCC and, and Gonzaga in particular, we'll first start with Joe Lenardi, and then we'll talk about Jerry Palm. Um, so Joe Lenardi has the WCC, as mentioned, with four teams in. USF, the Dons, uh, are one of the teams that have one of the last four buys. So they wouldn't play on that Tuesday night games uh, where it's the last four in. 
essentially to, to be in the field of 64. They would be in that field of 68. Um, but Lenardi has them, like I said, USF is the last four in as a buy. Uh, Gonzaga is the one in the West um, in Portland, which is great for any Gonzaga fan. Obviously, Gonzaga, a lot of people say they're America's team, and they're going to they're gonna draw a great crowd anywhere they're at. Um, but in particular in Portland uh, or Seattle, they're going to really draw big. It's a five-and-a-half, six-hour drive from Spokane. It's a two-and-a-half, three-hour drive from Seattle. Uh, any Gonzaga alumni fans that are in California, it, it can either be a quick flight up uh, or it can either be even be a drive up I-5. And uh, it's one of those spots where you're probably not going to have to deal with inclement weather and to get there with travel. Uh, the Rose Garden uh, they've changed the name. I don't even know what the what the arena name in Portland is anymore. But to me, it's the Rose Garden. It's one of the best arenas uh, in the country. Seats right around uh, 19, 20,000. So there'll be plenty of seats. I haven't checked, but I'm pretty sure tickets are all sold already for, for those sessions. And a lot of it is because Gonzaga fans travel so well. Uh, they probably swooped up many of those tickets early, uh, but I'm sure you'll be able to find some of those extra tickets on the secondary market as soon as people know Gonzaga's there. The value of those tickets will be driven up. But Lenardi has them as a one seed in the West playing against Hawaii, the Rainbows in Portland. Uh, Lenardi has St. Mary's, the Gales, as a nine seed in the East region. He's got BYU as a nine seed in the South. And he's got USF, the Dons, as an 11 seat in the South. So that's what Jerry, uh, excuse me, Joe Lenardi has for the WCC. As for Jerry Palm, he has uh, Gonzaga as a one seat again. Um, and he also has them as a one seat in the West in Portland playing against Hawaii. So that one looks pretty comfortable right now if you're a Gonzaga fan. Uh, barring any slip-ups, Gonzaga should be the one seed in the West. The only way I see that possibly changing. Uh, and I and I say this, I, I think Gonzaga could afford one loss in the WCC or the WCC uh, tournament and still be in the be the one seed in the West. Uh, I still think that's that's absolutely the case. The only other two teams that could possibly slide in and take that one seed would be Arizona or UCLA. UCLA is playing really well as of late. Arizona's starting to show a, a few cracks in their armor, even though I still think they're a, uh, a very good team. I believe Lenardi has them as a four, and uh, no, excuse me, Jerry Palm has Arizona as a four, Lenardi has as a three, um, but that's going to be interesting to see how the Pac-12 plays out. Um, will UCLA or will Arizona win that? Because I think it's down to those two teams. USC, uh, they've slid a little bit over the last two weeks or so. But um, Jerry Palm, yes, has GU as a one seed in the West in Portland. They also have, Jerry Palm does for CBS Sports, he has St. Mary's as a seven seed in the East. Now that's, that's impressive that they're so high as a seven seed. Uh, and not a a nine as Lenardi, and that's big because you know you want to try to stay out of that eight nine game because what do you get? You get the one seed. Um, so big news for St. Mary's to be pegged as as a seven seed at this time in the East by Jerry Palm, and then Jerry Palm, as mentioned, he doesn't have BYU in. BYU is actually one of his first four out, but Jerry Palm has USF as an eleven seed 
in the Midwest. So that's really interesting. So um, great to follow bracketology uh, comparisons on multiple websites. As, as I mentioned, there's there's lots of them out there, but the two that I found to be the most um, productive or, or, or fun for me to follow would be Lenardi of ESPN and Jerry Palm of CBS Sports. So appreciate you checking out the first Bracketology comparison on Gonzaga Nation SI. Next week, as mentioned, we'll break down the net rankings a little bit more and talk about how they are viewed by the selection committee, how those four quadrants are broken out, and what exactly a quad one or quad two win means, and how that can be impactful in making or missing the NCAA tournament as well as for seeding purposes. So for Gonzaga Nation SI, I'm Dan Dickow.